What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Fun Cast, episode 60, recorded and released on. <laughs> we have the dumbest humor, I gotta tell you. It is the 21st night of September, as Earth, Wind, and Fire once said. It really so. is. 1134. Really? What is it? Buzzer beater? I don't know. Last minute? What? Buzzer know. beater. You know what I mean. <laughs> Getting it in at the last the last second. Mm-hmm. Um, Something like that. Anyways, I'm Ahmed, joined by my co-host. Um, my name is Ahmed. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Hi, How does Paul. it feel? Hello, Paul. How Every time I say that, I think of that stupid chimpanzee <laughs> with three eyes or whatever. Jimmy from Neutron. The Jimmy Neutron, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm Paul. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> hey, Paul, you're you're famous now. Oh, yeah, that's real funny. <laughs> I hate people. Oh, my God. I see you've been playing a lot of video games. That's very exciting for you. I've been doing I've been getting stuff done. You know, I know that you're going to be like, um, I bought some video games, and I'm never going to play them. I, yeah. <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen. No, Haven't you I, been playing I Detroit? Intend. I haven't finished Detroit yet. That was my goal to finish it tonight, but then here we are recording so late. What'd you do instead? I went for a run. I enjoyed some sunlight in Central Park. I cooked. I watched Castle Rock. I finished Fleabag. It was a fairly productive day. Just not in the way of actually playing video games. But fairly productive otherwise. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fleabag what? was interesting. I was going to say, what is Fleabag? I, that word... Every time I hear like someone being like, oh, look, it's that Fleabag. I'm like, okay, that's like... I don't know. It just it's like, oh look, that scum on the road. So it's it's a um it's an Amazon Prime original that's like in collaboration with BBC. So it's just two seasons, six episodes each, twenty minute episodes, and like that's it. Like it's over. It's not like it's like a limited series, I guess. Um and it's based off of this one woman show that the main um starring actress Phoebe Waller something. Waller Bridge, I wanna say. Um she like had this one woman show that she did produced and wrote and performed called Fleabag back in like 2012 or whatever. And so she made it into a show and it just follows her life of being like a disaster. Um, and the first Fleabag. season, yeah, basically like you never learn her name. Her name is literally just like Fleabag, but like no one refers to her as Fleabag. It's just like in, when I have the captions on, like if she talks off screen, it'll say Fleabag. Like you never learn what her name is. Um, it's really weird, but it's I don't know, I like I didn't like season one. I was like she I don't like you. She wasn't like relatable or I don't know like not even relatable. But you don't feel I don't know empathetic towards her. You're like you suck. Like you're just dumb. But then season two was pretty good. It was an interesting show. I don't know if I would recommend it necessarily, but I don't know. It was in it's like Emmy nominated, like hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It's like critically acclaimed. So I don't know. Maybe it's just not my cup of tea specifically but too artsy yeah well no it's not artsy it's just a weird like british dry humor it's too artsy it's not even artsy it's just depressing um but i did start castle rock on hulu and it's pretty good i only have gotten through the first episode um it's a little spooky but uh they're doing a castle rock season two panel at comic-con so i figured i should probably catch up because it's been on my list for a while so what better time than now? What 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 is your how long is your list? This list, this rumored list. Let me pull it up. We could go through it, considering we have a lot of time. Um, so it's no like particular order, but it's a very long list. There's uh, Letter Kenny, Black Sails, Handmaid's Tale, Catch Twenty Two, Rami, Barry, Black Summer, Castle Rock, uh, Dark Age of the Crystal Resistance, Mindhunter, Euphoria, oh, Dark, Altered Carbon. Uh, Bodyguard, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, Westworld, Mr. Robot, um, You, Tales of the City, Lost in Space, Daredevil, Punisher, and Frontier. You literally went on on Twitter and put hot I didn't TV shows. All hot TV shows. All the kids are talking about. No, this has been like an ongoing list. But like I I like compiled it. I actually went through my like Netflix list and like. Because I always, like, see something on Netflix and I'll watch it I'm like, hmm, cool, and I'll add it to my list. But, like, I never actually filtered and made sure that everything I added to my list was good. So I, like, went and, like, Googled things and made sure they had, like, good reviews and that it wouldn't be a complete waste of my time. 
because um, like a lot of things that look good in trailers are garbage. Um, so this so is I have a like proposition to make and whittled down. What is your proposition? You've put off Breaking Bad for I don't know <laughs> forever. We'll say. Yes. And you've watched all these other bad shows before you've watched Breaking Bad. What and Breaking Bad, bad is the one suggestion I've made of you to watch. Okay. I will watch Breaking Bad after Halloween. I have to watch all that the first. That is literally a month and ten days away. That's a month fine. and eleven days. And there's no rush. It's been what? over. What? <laughs> there's literally no rush. The movie's I'll coming out. That's not for a while. No, no it's like it's very soon. Uh-uh. I don't believe you. Anyways, my roommate... Breaking Bad movie. My roommate, Scott, has also been begging me to watch it. Because while I was watching Philly Bag, I was telling him, like... I was during season one, and I'm like, I'm not really into it. He's like, you know what okay, you would on, be into? Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you Bad. when it comes out. Take a guess. When does it come out? I don't know. Sometime in November? October 11th. Anyways, whatever. It's not coming out to theaters, isn't it? Lauren, They're... did you know that? The Breaking Bad movie comes out October 11th? Strap in. It's a streaming movie, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe. It's definitely not coming out to theaters. It's a Netflix movie. I'm like 99% sure. Netflix will unleash El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, on the world at midnight. Yeah, what there day you go. is that? Oh, October 11th. It's a Friday night. Or it's a Friday. Thanks for being a jerk. Oh, I don't know. I didn't really knew Entertainment you... Weekly reports that the film will also screen in cinemas across 68 cities from October 11th October the 13th. That's them trying to get it to be eligible for award season. Yes. I'll watch it one day. If you watch it before you watch Breaking Bad. Watch what before I watch Breaking Bad? This movie. I'm not going to watch the movie before I watch Breaking Bad. I'm not a demon. You know that. Ooh, anyways. There's a trailer getting released on Sunday during the Emmys. Ooh, very exciting. Um, I'll push it towards higher on the list. I gotta watch uh, Rami and Sammy and Bobby and Willie and all these other shows. <laughs> Rami and Barry are both apparently dark summer, light summer, mid-ish color summer. Paul, name how many TV shows you've watched this year. It's September. Name a single TV show that you've watched that isn't Criminal Minds. Wow, call Lauren out. Call Lauren out. I'm calling you out because you only just sit there and watch with her. Um, what have you watched? Was mm-hmm. sex education this year? Uh, maybe. That might have been in January. Sex education. Netflix. Pretty sure it was. That was January. Yeah. Okay. okay. I-, I win. Thank you. That's it? <laughs> we watched one episode of Stranger Things. That's like, that's at the top of my oh list. Oh my god, you still haven't even seen Stranger Things. You cannot even say anything to me. Anyways... Oh, okay. Moving on. What have you done? How, how this long week? has Stranger Things been out for? Since July 4th. I'm yes. three months, two months behind the ball here. And? You're like 12 years behind the ball with Breaking who Bad. Who cares? I'll watch it one day. There's no rush. Stranger there is Things a rush. Is you know good. who dies in it's Breaking Bad? Actively, do you know who dies in Stranger Things? <laughs> I think I do. Don't, I'm never looking at your face. Tell me to respond. I don't even want to look. So, I anyways. Didn't say anything. That stupid Mario Maker spoil. I was so pissed. Ugh. <laughs> I like haven't played online since then. I was like, I'm never <laughs> playing Super Mario Maker online again. Uh, anyways, what have I been doing? Um, okay, well, let's talk about games first. Then we'll go into uh, some feature, not really feature, but some movie-ish stuff. Films, perhaps. Um, not really, kind of. All right, I played more Spyro on Switch. Uh, we've played more Beat Saber. I started Link's Awakening. This game is so good. If every Zelda game... For the history of forever, from here on out, were 2D Zelda games, I'd probably be on board with this. So, or like 2.5D, whatever you want to call them. This would know. be my first ever top-down, like 2D, whatever, Zelda game. I've never played one. See, like, now that's Ernest. unfortunate, because Link Between Worlds is probably my top Zelda game ever, and that's on 3DS, and you'll probably never play that. So, uh, Isn't, what about Link to the Past? I thought that was your favorite. Uh, I never, like... I guess my favorite that I beat. I never beat Link to the Past. I got really far in it. And maybe I'll beat it on Switch now. But we'll see. But yes, Link to the Past. Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds is like a direct sequel to Link to the Past. So, anyways. On that note, I should probably play Link to the Past. You should. But, yeah, Link's Awakening is a lot of fun. And there are a lot of... You you, you bought it digitally with vouchers, right? 
Uh, yes, I plan to. I haven't actually bought it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So what I've realized is that there's like all these different Nintendo references all throughout. Like, Oh, yeah. There's like Chain Chomps, which is no, really weird. No, it's like that's just scratching the surface. I mean, like, yeah. It is wild. So I'll let you and the listeners experience that on your own because as I'm going through thinking about the era that it's from it's from the game boy era which was right in line with super nintendo so to see some of the some of the characters that are in the game is pretty cool yeah it's very uh apparently i don't know my roommate was telling me because he knows a lot of the history of the game and he was saying how like the developers kind of just i don't know like it was kind of a joke of a game like it wasn't they didn't take it seriously and they're like how many references can we sneak in here um and it's like chock full of them so it's a very yeah. like it's kind of like the Super Mario Brothers 2 of the Zelda franchise, it seems, where it's like, I don't know, very tongue-in-cheek and not, like, taken too seriously. Yeah, so what's funny, though, is that they really, I mean, the remaster or the remake, whatever you want to call this, has really gotten really good reviews. I mean, I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later, but yeah, it's it's just gotten really good reviews and pretty much across the board, So, which is good. So, yeah, can't wait to play through that, and it is a lot of fun up, up through what I've played so far. Uh, the real game of the year, game of the <laughs> decade, possibly, the Untitled Goose Game. I finally started playing that. Well, not finally, it just came out. out on Friday. Yeah. So um, I downloaded that, started playing it. I haven't gotten past the first level, so Lauren was like genuinely intrigued at watching me play this game, so... I figured I'd wait and let her watch me play this game, because we just sat there howling at the first level. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so the game is a lot of fun, as expected. It's really kind of stupid. It's like, I don't know, you just do these silly little tasks. and like, it's All just, the tasks are like just terrorizing people. You're literally like, just an asshole goose. Like there's no other way to put it. Like that is your goal in this game. <laughs> like steal those kids' glasses and throw them in the river. Like why? Why not? Yeah, well, it, it's funny because like in the first level you're dealing with this like farmer guy and you can like take his radio and like bring it into the water and then it breaks and he's like all annoyed and he like, comes running after you. So... You could just drop it in the lake as he's chasing you with his like water boots on, and then like go grab something else. And all of a sudden, he's like concerned with that. Like I grabbed a pumpkin, and I'm bringing a pumpkin to my little picnic area, and he's like, "Oh no, my pumpkin!" So it's running after the pumpkin. And then once he gets the pumpkin, he's like, "Oh no, my radio!" It's just, it's, it's just, the, it's the most ridiculous thing. I'm just trying to live his life. Oh um, my god! Yeah, I can't wait to play that one. Yeah, it's 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 good fun. It's very very simple. Nothing really crazy about it. Um, and it's on sale, launch week, for $15, down from 20 So go Ooh, check that out. I should definitely grab it before the sale yes. Um What else did I play? I played Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Uh, we got that super cheap through one uh, of GameStop's buy two, get one free sales. So that is a lot of fun. I am going to pour more time into it. The, graphically, it's not the best. There was a lot of issues that were talked about when it came out, uh, specifically with the Switch version. So... I'm fine with it so far. Nothing like game breaking. There's a little bit of slowdown here and there. There's also a little bit of slowdown in Link's Awakening, by the way. So, you, like, I've noticed that. I've seen like frame rate drops yeah. while watching my roommate play, and I'm like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. So he was playing docked. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. And there's still frame rate drops, anyways. It's so... like mainly when you exit dungeons, or like just like when it when it loads up a new environment. Or whatever. Yeah. Or like you go into a dungeon, it like drops for a second, then it like picks up. It's weird. Yeah. It's almost like it's not fully loaded, but like there is a loading screen, so you'd assume. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's a very quick loading screen, though. So I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so Bloodstain. Bloodstain is supposed to be getting a patch. Who knows when that's going to happen? But yeah, that game is. Uh, you know, what is Bloodstained? It's like from the creator of Castlevania, so it's like a spiritual successor to Castlevania. So. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds like it's not for me. Once Honestly, I hear anything with the words Rovania, Castlevania, I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. But like the, the the Castlevania games, it's just like, wasn't this the game I saw where you saw were like, this is right up Paul's alley? Yes. Yes. And then you were like, what? No way. <laughs> you went ahead and bought it. Anyways, Anyways I'm um, glad that I was right. I also played Civilization VI, which is um, not my type of game whatsoever. And it's, like, very, very detailed, and it's not like, I don't know. I thought of more like Age of Empires, and it's more of, like, you've encountered some enemies. Your hunger level has gone down, or something, like, in your town. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. Yeah, it's definitely a little more higher level. It's like SimCity meets Age of Empires. It, it truly is, and it's too much. Yeah, it's it like too you're much not, for me. 
not necessarily managing like a military or managing like an actual town with citizens. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's it's too much for me. So, and then I booted up Transistor very briefly, and uh, started playing that, which is made by uh, Supergiant Games, who made Bastion. So Bastion and Transistor were both super cheap on the eShop, and Bastion is an incredible game. I got really far through that on the Xbox 360, so I got them both. They were like two or three dollars each. So that's funny. It's, I'm googling this to see what it looks like. So I googled Transistor Switch, and it literally came up with like the actual like electrical engineering transistor switches oh my god <laughs> like okay that doesn't help oh, yeah i see a mess looks interesting yeah it's um for those they're... at home it's like a what's this perspective called it's like a diagonal like 2.5d kind of like think roller yeah tycoon, like perspective wise not graphic so it's funny is roller coaster tycoon the original on switch lauren was just asking me this uh i don't think so I'm pretty I'll sure. Double check. I could have swore that we were talking one day, and I'm like, "Oh, Med, this is just right for you." I think they might have like one of those uh, shitty ports. Roller Coaster Adventures. Yeah, that's like the mobile game, which is like garbage. It's not good. Uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Like any new entries, you can. It's guaranteed that they're bad. It's like they. I don't know. Atari has not handled the franchise well at all. Um, World of Stickman World was, like, the biggest flop. Everyone, like, universally hated it. But Planet Coaster has taken taken the new um, the new mantle, I guess. I am, like, 85% sure that they I'm, made Roller Coaster Tycoon yeah. Classic. No, it's called Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures for Switch. I don't see Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic. There's Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic for mobile, but not for Switch. Which is interesting, because the mobile game actually looks great. And would be great on Switch. And yet, here we are. I I am... When I you know. find it, let me know. But I'm, like, I promise you it doesn't exist. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Alright, fair enough. I will continue fair. hunting. So, yeah, no. Oh, so Battle of Big Rock. I don't know if you heard anything about this, but there was a short film... Yeah, Battle... Uh, yeah, Battle of Big Rock. Um, it's a short film that was directed by Colin Trevorrow, and it's a Jurassic World short film. And it's supposed to, like, lead up to Jurassic World 3, kind of. And it's pretty good. It's thoroughly enjoyable. It's, like, seven minutes long, and, uh, it's pretty cool. Is it Gives just, you- like, is it on YouTube or something, or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yep. It is. meant by, like, feature film, but not... Uh yeah, it's it's like a little seven minute movie, so it's definitely worth a watch. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. We'll see if Jurassic World three is even any good. Did you see I, Jurassic World two? I still yeah. haven't. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, uh, you I didn't really? Mm, yeah, it's. I meant to, and then good. like I heard bad things, and I was like, you know what? I'll just worry about this later. There's a roller coaster tycoon joyride that has a PSVR mode. Mm. Sounds like Vomit City. Yeah, no. I tried that. I tried a, a roller coaster simulator um, when I bought my Oculus, and I was like, I have to return this immediately. <laughs> it's not going to work oh my out God. for me. It was bad. Um, that was nice. Anyway, speaking of feature films, because uh, I did nothing else, um, I saw Ad Astra on Thursday, and it was truly a film. It was like, I don't know how to describe it, it's very, I, I don't know. I was talking to, to Rita, actually, our friend Rita, about this. And it's like, um, I don't know, the themes of, like, hopelessness, but also hope at the same time. I don't know. It's, like, almost depressing, but it's still hopeful. And I don't know. It's Brad Pitt in space, basically. So the premise is, um, you know, his dad was an astronaut, and his, he left when he uh, when Brad Pitt's character was 16, to go out into space to search for intelligent life by, like, Neptune. Like, a really deep space mission. Um, and at this point in time, there's, like, a... Kind of like a space force. It's not called Space Force, but it's, like, <laughs> a, a faction of the U.S. military, like, the Air Force that's in space. Um, but there's, like, these surges hitting Earth. And, like, electrical surges that are, like, causing... Like, basically wreaking havoc. Um, and so they believe that the his dad might be the source of those surges like but they was presumed dead 
Um, so they're like, well, your dad might still be alive. You should go out and search for him. So it's very like, I don't know. It's kind of slow, but it's very intense. And it's, uh, it's more like drama than action packed, but there is an Applebee's on the moon. So there's that <laughs> very exciting. So ridiculous. But, I heard a lot of people talking about this movie. I like, um, it, but I can see why it wouldn't be for everyone. What's it sitting at? Like rotten tomatoes wise. I think it's like 80 something percent. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, it's definitely, it's mostly positive, um, but it's definitely, it's not, like, a sci-fi adventure. It's more like a existential crisis kind of mm. thing. It's, like, low-key a horror movie, but not. I don't know. It's very interesting. I like it, I would though. still love to know who the hell approved another Rambo movie. Nobody knows. But I bet you it'll make a lot of money. Well, not a lot, but enough money. Go ahead and take a, take a guess at what percentage on Rotten Tomatoes it's at. 23. 30. Close. Oh, I was really close. Okay. If I was on prices right, I would have won. I didn't go over. True. True. <laughs> You're not wrong. There's um, so many bad movies. Ugh. There is. But yeah, I uh, I bought Link's Awakening, or I will buy Link's Awakening. Uh, Untitled Goose Game is also on the list. And I did obtain, thanks to you, Blood and Truth and Trover Saves the Universe, both of the PRS VR games. So one day oh, I'll yes. play them. Um, yes, yes, yes. I also have Trevor Saves Universe now. Yeah. I'm like low key afraid of playing Blood and Truth because I feel like it's going to make me nauseous all the motion, but I'll just point a fan in my face and drink some ginger ale. You'll be able to figure okay. it out. Yeah, it's really not really not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anyways, I'm uh, kind of in. After I finish Detroit, I'm going to focus on the horror games like Resident Evil 2 and Blair Witch. Because oh, I feel God. like got to get in the spook mood, spook season. Oh, and then I'll go back to some more things. Whatever you say. Listen, it's the spirit of the season. I'm so excited. I have to put up uh, Ralph and Eddie, my apartment ghouls, resident ghouls. I hate that. Okay, let's move into the hot tops. <laughs> All right. It's this September just, 21st. It's not Halloween 1st yet. It's Halloween 21st is what you mean to say. Uh, we only have one hot top for the entertainment section. and I've got one more to add here, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we have two. Um, this first one is, uh, well, it doesn't come from anything, but we're going to use um, IGN's article to kind of, because they sum up things pretty well. But NBC has announced their own streaming service called Peacock, um, which this is just getting out of hand. Um, someone on Twitter was putting it like, or put it perfectly. I don't have the tweet to quote them exactly, but they said something along the lines of, imagine if every video game studio had its own console. Like that's the issue that's happening here. Instead of networks just having deals with um with existing streaming services like netflix and hulu let just keep on dividing up the network like if ea came out with its own console like there's it's ridiculous no one's gonna get this this is kind of like i feel like it's gonna go the way of cbs's streaming service where who the hell has cbs streaming who watches anything on cbs streaming um but basically so it's a quote from ign uh, NBC Universal has officially entered the streaming wars with the announcement of its new digital platform called Peacock, slated to drop in April 2020. Uh, in order to better compete with streaming giants Netflix, Amazon, and the upcoming Disney Plus and HBO Max, Peacock will develop its own lineup of original programming like Mr. Robot Showrunner, uh, Sam Ismail's uh, reboot of Battlestar Galactica, and a, a sequel to Saved by the Bell featuring original cast members Elizabeth Berkley and Mario Lopez. Peacock will, Peacock will also be the... Peacock! <laughs> Peacock will also be the exclusive home to stream The Office, which is leaving Netflix in 2021, along with a myriad of movies from Universal Pictures and Focus Features Library, including Back to the Future, Shrek, and the Jason Bourne franchise. Um, so, I don't know. I don't... I feel like this just isn't enough content to support a streaming service, but Universal likes to think that they're a direct competitor to Disney, so they're like, of course we have to do our own. I but. feel like someone was like, oh, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Instant Video. There's so many. And everyone else is like, hold my beer. Basically. Like, it's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I understand HBO. I feel like they have a lot of original content anyway, so that makes sense. Disney Plus makes sense because they have a ridiculous amount of content. Obviously, Netflix and Hulu have already been in the game. Amazon is kind of an outlier, but sure. Um, but like anything else beyond that, like CBS, Peacock, and I feel I'm missing a bunch. There's like a bunch of random ones, YouTube originals now. Um, I think, uh, Crunchyroll has its own subscription, but I guess like that's the only way to get anime. So that's fine. 
I don't know. It's just a lot. It's like, oh, I'm saving on cable by getting streaming services, and you have, like, 17 of them. I don't know. Yeah, so I guess... I don't know. I I struggle a little bit with this because there truly are so many. And even... So, like, you look at... So, the other article that I wanted to pull in was that link that I sent you and Lauren about the um, all the content coming to Disney+. Plus. So, oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. the trial going on in the Netherlands, right? And... The amount of content that's on Disney Plus is astonishing. I mean, you have Disney movies, you have Disney shorts, you have Pixar movies, Pixar shorts, you have National Geographic documentaries, you have Marvel films, you have um, live-action Disney movies, live-action Disney shorts, um, 20, 21st Century Fox movies, and you have all this content, and it's launching for effectively, what, $7 a month, right? Six. A six ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. So, $7 a month, yeah. So, and then you look at all the television shows that are on it. I mean, you know, this list is, like, astonishing, right? So, there's all these old TV shows from every aspect of every property that Disney owns. Um, and you look at something like that, and then you look at uh, Apple TV+. Plus. So, they're launching oh, their yeah. thing, right? That's one of them. That's the other one. <laughs> and you look at, like, what they have, right? And it's, um, I'm trying to see here on if they have a list of all the material that's coming out, but they've got, you know, uh, Apple plus Oprah, Truth Be Told, uh, Servant from M. Night Shyamalan, Ghostwriter, um, Helpsters from the Makers of Sesame Street, The Elephant Queen, Snoopy in Space, For All Mankind, uh, Dickinson. These C, are all original things, right? And The Morning Show. Yeah, they're all original shows, which is really cool. But, but like, are they coming out with any other content besides the originals? No. Like, this is... How much are they expecting to charge for that? How much would you pay for it? It's what, $5 a month, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, compared to the amount of content you're getting on Disney+, Plus. but then again, I guess Disney has a lot of money in general, and that they can kind of afford the loss, and like it's not like this content is selling anywhere else. I don't know. I guess yeah. 5 is reasonable, but at the same time, like, is it really, though? I don't know. I feel like it's like YouTube TV, like... YouTube doesn't have any content that you get that isn't just their original programming. Like, at least Netflix had some, like, stuff to support it, and now Netflix is kind of just transitioning to a model of their only originals, which is fine, because there's a ton of them. There's, like, three different originals released every week. It's, like, obscene. But, I don't know, like, Hulu wouldn't be able to survive on just its originals. I don't see Apple TV Plus surviving on just its originals. Yeah, so let's see. It launches November 1st. Featuring originals from the world's greatest storytellers. Uh, so it comes from Apple Newsroom. And... Yeah, so it was exactly what I... No, it's not even all of what I said. There's a couple of them that I said that are slated for, like, um, to be added after the fact. Looking, looking at it this uh, way, it's like... I, I do want to subscribe to watch a couple of these because a couple of them do look interesting. Like the morning show looks really funny. Snoopy in space, you know, would be cool. That one show with Jason Momoa, I forgot what it's called, but that was like the big one that they showed at the, at the, um, whatever conference. Uh, what's it called? Oh, C. That's yeah. the, the guy it's like where from, everyone's uh, blind or whatever. Yeah. It's Aquaman. Come yeah, on. That's Wake what up. I was trying to say. <laughs> The guy from uh... the guy from uh, that movie. Well, no, I got thrown off here because Snoopy in Space, a new original from Peanuts Worldwide. I don't know if that's a takes viewers on a journey with Snoopy as he follows his dreams to become an astronaut. Together, Snoopy, Charlie Brown, and the Peanuts crew take command of the International Space Station, explore the moon and beyond. Okay, I mean, I don't know. Sure. There's just there's so little. Looking at Disney Plus and all the rumors of new shows and stuff they're going to come out for that. It's just not even. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if anyone's gonna do it right, like, or, or I don't know, if anyone's gonna enter the streaming wars, I feel like Disney's the most prepared with the most amount of content. I seriously think that Disney is going to just knock it out of the park, and uh, Disney Plus is going to be wildly successful. And buy our Disney stocks now, and it's going to be because all these other fools keep launching these shitty streaming services, and Disney's like, mm, y'all suck. Ours is cheaper, yeah. and we have more content. Just no one has the amount of pervasive or like the pervasive amount of content that they have. Like Did, they really have their hands in everything. 
there's even a rumor that they're going to go and they're going to do a um, a solo, a Han Solo, a spinoff of the movie um, into a TV series on, on Disney+. Plus. did hear about that, which is interesting. I really don't think that there's too much more of that story to tell. Like, no, please don't tell any more. Like there wasn't. First story was enough. Anything that we wanted to see. But speaking of rumors, I don't remember where I read this from, but someone was saying that there's apparently the Spider-Man deal is uh, is on hold because or like is just like Disney didn't I give it up. I saw this. I know exactly what you're gonna say. Go ahead. Yeah, because apparently Apple is gearing up to buy Sony Pictures, and if they buy Sony Pictures. The contract with Sony and Marvel is voided, and Disney gets Spider-Man back. But also, Apple's about to buy Sony Pictures. So that what? there was a rumor of that. I saw that same article, and it was like, I guess the way the contract's written, like you said, is that if Sony is bought up by another company or there's some acquisition that occurs, they lose the rights to using Spider-Man like that, or, or whole, I guess being the sole owner of Spider-Man. Yeah. So, which is so wild. Imagine. Imagine being like Disney that's in a position to be like, oh, Apple's going to buy you guys? Okay. And then Apple buys them and they're like, checkmate. Like, I don't know. That's just wild. Like, oh, well, I, so in that case, if Apple buys Sony Pictures, then suddenly Apple TV Plus has a whole range of content. But also, that's wild. Like, I never envisioned Apple being like a serious, like a movie producing company, but I mean, Amazon's out here producing movies, so why not? Everything's yeah. weird. Everything's wild. I, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, that is a crazy market to be in, but... It truly is. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's so the that's, Streaming Wars for you. Very yeah, exciting. Yeah, seriously. Uh, the state of the Streaming Wars. <laughs> basically. It'll be in textbooks one day. Um, Stop. Shall we move on to the video game Hot Tops, all four... All four of these news items. Yeah, these are uh, pretty sad overall, but we'll go with it. It's a light week. It's fine. You know you just want to listen to hear our voices. Whoever oh, yes. you are. <laughs> oh, yes. Welcome to What the Funcast ASMR. Just listen. Stop. Are you scratching your tennis? <laughs> scratching the microphone. I hate you. Um, okay. Yeah, so there's not much to report here. Um... The biggest thing, perhaps, is that PlayStation has announced the next State of Play. State of Play being PlayStation's um, answer to Nintendo's Directs that they've been putting out. So the next State of Play is coming out on Tuesday, September 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. People are getting hyped. There was a little uh, announcement trailer, and they're like, listen, we're not doing any PS5 news, whatever. And then I think the end clip of the trailer had, like, some indication that there was, I don't know, five of something on the screen. I got to watch it. I heard, I saw someone post about it. Yeah, I mean, from the PlayStation blog, they were just saying, we're preparing a pretty hefty show, uh, weighing in at around 20 minutes and sporting a fresh new look, because I guess they haven't done one of these in a while. Um, so we'll have some great news to share with you, including new game reveals and new content from PlayStation's worldwide studios. Um, but the most exciting announcement of them all is uh we're definitely well, there's see... there's all this rumor about last of us 2 getting a date hello can you stop it's not a um, rumor i mean well getting a date it was that's the it rumor. was a rumor and then naughty dog posted that video yeah naughty dog posted and neil Druckmann, um who's the vice president of naughty dog uh said we've been silent for too long it's time to put an end to that and has a little teaser with uh just it says part two and it's like a knife um and even posting like a bunch of teasers just one with like an axe one with a hammer all these different weapons. So, the big highly, rumor highly is February. February 28th, apparently, was a. Uh, some store posted that and then removed it. Um, mm, I saw February 20th. Something like that. I don't know. Sometime in February. Um, but, I mean, that could also just be a placeholder for just the month of February or something. I don't know. Who knows? But, oh, yeah. No, you're right. It's February 28th. Okay. Yeah. Very um, exciting stuff. Oh, I mean, take that um, with a grain of salt because the picture that they use for the Last of Us Part Two Special Edition is a picture that's been up for a while now. So, so it's not that, like a realist thing; it's still a placeholder. Yeah. So, who knows? Could be all fake news. I mean, either I way, was hoping this game would come out by the end of this year, but obviously that's not going to happen. So, yeah, it's fine. I, I mean, yeah, this. <laughs> 
This game was announced when? It was like... Two years ago? Something like that? I want to say it was two years ago. Which we kind of knew that it was going to be this long, or, you know, fairly long. It's their biggest project yet. I mean, I don't know. That's fine. Take your time. Make it the best game you can be, or it can be. But also, I would like to play it before the world ends. So (laughs) Before the world ends? Ugh. Also, but yeah. I think this is old news, but I saw a banner for it, so I figured I'd mention it. Spyro is in Crash Team Racing. I saw that same banner, and I was like, hmm, that's a new DLC. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that is... I don't know how new it is. I remember hearing about it, like, right. coming up, but yeah. I feel like I just heard about it about to happen. I didn't remember it happening, so... Yeah, I don't know. All I know is that... Um, I remember on the PS1 disc for one of the Spyro games, maybe it was Spyro 2 or 3, they had a demo for CTR, and I would play the hell out of just that demo, and then I eventually got the full game. Oh my god, um, I remember playing demo discs, and it was like... The best. Literally <laughs> the best, because no like, you pretended to have all these games, and then you yes. could like play all the demos, and you beat all the demos, and you felt a sense of like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, my mom was like, oh look, it's like you got two games in one, and I'm like, I really didn't. It's one track, but thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, I remember that. Uh, Spyro. Spyro is such an interesting game. I'm like, it's so much fun. It's so it's, like, it's such a laid back, like, chill experience. Like, it's not frustrating in any way. It's just like, I mean, it's frustrating when you, I don't know, the flying levels can get frustrating, but otherwise, it's such like a, let me chill out and collect some gems. Yeah. I don't know. It's satisfying. I don't know. It is, it is satisfying. It's a very laid back game. But like, with Link's Awakening, I'm so excited now to have a game where like, I want to get to the end and beat it. So, I am, uh, I'm V excited. Yes. Speaking of games that might require Super Nintendo Switch controllers. What games would require Super Nintendo? Oh, Link to the Past? I was like, what are you talking about? I don't know, I'm Um, just segueing myself in. Um, Nintendo Switch online Super Nintendo controllers went up for sale and crashed the site and sold out. (laughs) That was exciting. Are they, I don't think they're back up yet. I checked... Uh, earlier today and still said currently unavailable. So yep. that's we'll should never get them. Yeah, cool. I think Paul, they started shipping out actually. Oh, the ones like the people that got their first orders? Yep. So yeah. you were able to order up to four, which I think is the root of the problem. Got so, it. Um, Everyone's just ordering four and selling off two probably. Yeah, so hopefully. I I love that. So mm-hmm. um you know by the time and, and I for the record, I was able to get them in my cart and it just kept denying my payment, which I guess wasn't an, an issue of some sort. So, I don't know. It was it was very yeah. frustrating. Well, one day we'll get them, but they are a hot ticket item currently. I mean, they're yeah. pretty nice. Like they work. Do they work in other games basically? Or, um, yeah, I think they work on. But they any... just they're missing ZL and ZR. No, right? they have those as well. Really? All they're I missing thought... are the analog sticks. Really? Hold on. SNES. It, it even has USB C. I know it has USB-C, but I didn't realize it has a ZR button. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. So While you're looking at that, let's check uh, the current eBay prices, huh? <laughs> There's no way that... Like, I feel like whoever posted them, it's like flooding the market. Oh, they have like little tiny ZL and ZR buttons at the top middle. I see. Yeah. That's cute. So it's not like an ideal controller, but it is... Uh, Super it is, like, Nintendo controller. Nintendo Switch Online exclusive. $80. Is that sold? Yep. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, I hate people. Like, just wait a week. Uh, what was I gonna say? I thought I I just like this controller better. Like, I would actually buy this controller over the uh, the NES controller that they released because I don't like how the NES controller has a rail, but like it doesn't sit flush with the system. It just looks ugly. What is yeah, you the can't point? you can't play it on the system either. Like, it just sits yeah. there. It just like to charge, I guess, but. I don't know. It looks silly. I never liked it. So, yeah, this one I'll is. actually buy. It is silly. Um, and then obviously Japan got the uh, Super Famicom controller, which has the red, blue, yellow, and green buttons, which I personally like better. But they are selling for one hundred dollars on eBay. So, I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> get them while they're hot, I guess. Ugh, I don't so know. I'm assuming that they're probably having the same shortages in Japan. So I feel like if you wait a little bit and you really want it, you could probably you could probably snag one. But do you think is it, it there's no way it's region locked, right? Like no, probably, the controllers no. They they yeah. all no, they're not region locked. Okay. I don't know. Maybe there's like a weird compatibility thing. I don't think thing. you can region lock a controller. I don't but think. like 
the I don't know. I guess it's just USB C. That's a universal. Yeah. Thing. Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, well, love that depression. Of, yeah. <laughs> speaking of nothing related to this, um, GameStop, as we've been discussing for pretty much the duration of this entire podcast, um, through all our episodes, is finally going through their redesign, um, which I think we mentioned before. Um, so uh, GameStop in prior Oklahoma posted a video on Facebook showing off their redesigned store uh, the night before it opened. So it is now currently open. If you live in prior Oklahoma, go check it out. It's in the prior plaza. Um, it's basically a so it's all kind of gray and modern looking. It has like this faux wood looking um, flooring and everything. And uh, assuming this is kind of the look that they're going to roll out to all the stores. Uh, they have like a TV with a couch in the front, presumably for people to try out new games um, or kids to go and hang out and play Fortnite. Who knows? Um, but they also in the back of the store have uh, these kind of retro gaming bays um, with original uh, Xbox, PS1, GameCube, N64. Um, and they also have like a little station for like people can buy snacks. So you, like they're really the manager was recording the video and he was really encouraging, like, come hang out. This is your place to play, like buy some snacks, buy some drinks, you know, set up you know, hang out, meet people, whatnot. So it's definitely more of a lounge feel that you can also buy, um, you know, all their new Think Geek merch and whatnot that they've been putting into the stores more of. Um, but they're kind of advertising it more of as like a, I don't know, like a Barnes & Noble cafe as opposed to a Blockbuster. So I like this transition. I'm rooting for them personally. I think it'll be cute because it's kind of emulating the feel of those small, like video game shops that you find in like main streets and smaller towns. But it's kind of more on a national scale because GameStops are literally everywhere. Yeah, I think I think that the new look looks really good, and I feel like that's a lot coming from me because I don't know. I just don't think that games. I think GameStop's been doing a lot of things wrong, yes. and lately they've started to make the shifts to right their wrongs. Whereas places like say Toys R Us or Kmart and all these places that have been a thing of the past just kind of were like, okay, I guess we're gonna die now. Yeah, it's either it's basically adapt or die, and they are adapting or trying to. I don't think they've had any like change, major changes in management. I think it's just kind of been a slow rollout. Are you kidding me? Have they? I don't know. I haven't paid attention. They had a whole bunch of layoffs. A whole bunch. I mean, of they had layoffs. layoffs, but like, have they changed like CEOs? I think, I think the GameStop CEO got. I was gonna say got fired, but I think he resigned. You know, but, which is essentially, he got fired. Uh, yeah, there's a new new CEO as of April of this year. Oh, okay. That would make sense then. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember hearing about management changes. Um, and they did announce they're closing, I think, uh, 180 to 200 stores. Yeah, we talked about that last episode, which yep. in the grand scheme of how many stores they have open, that's not a huge, huge number. And, I mean, realistically, there's a lot of, there's like, in some cases, two stores in one mall. Um, so. I was going to say, I could probably point out, Probably, uh, I could point out a considerable number of stores that I can tell them to be like, okay, yeah, shut this one down, and this one, and this one, and this one. Yeah, I mean, there's some that are just inherently nicer than others. Um, but yeah, there's definitely no need for there to be as many Starbucks in a single city as there are. Or a, a sing- what, the, what am I saying? There's no need for there to be as many GameStops as there are Starbucks in a single city. Ha! Nice. Um, but yeah, anyways... On they've, got their, they've got their Pro Day sale going on now. If you're I a, saw that, a pro member. That but they don't even offer the pro membership anymore, which is like the yes, silliest they do. thing. Do they? Didn't they take that away? Elite Pro. They took away Elite Pro. Oh. What's the difference? Um, pro, you get 10% off of used games. Elite Pro, you get 20% off used games. Oh, I thought they just took away the entire program. Anyways, no. Why whatever. would they I'm... have a Pro Day with if you can't even sign up for Pro? That's what I was confused about. Oh my god! <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? It's fine. I don't ever buy games from GameStop, anyways. So, you know what they do have? I thought of you when I saw this. They have Guacamelee One and Two on Switch for twenty five dollars, and it's a physical edition. Why'd you think of me? You wanted to buy Guacamelee, didn't you? Did I? You kept I telling me you know. were gonna buy Guacamelee too. I don't remember ever saying those words. I think you're lying. Okay, I might have like, thought the name was funny. And said it like looks cool. I never said I would actually buy it. What? You crazy? We were in know. GameStop when you said it. Oh no! I was like playing it at the demo station. I was like, this game looks cool, and then that was it. Hmm. I don't know. I'm really not a. I don't know. 
You know what else looks cool? The Nintendo Switch Lite. You know what else looks cool? All these games that I have sitting shrink-wrapped on my shelf. Do not buy a Nintendo Switch Lite. Everyone, Paul is a professional money waster. I didn't, even, I didn't <laughs> why, do anything yet. Why would you buy a Switch Lite? Because I know, like, at literally the drop of a, like, hat. I don't know. It'll be on sale for me. You're like, oh, that's so weird. I slipped and I got one. I slipped? <laughs> like, my, I know my credit card happen. slipped out of my wallet. Yes. it's. I know it's bound to happen. I like. I looked at it. I looked at the reviews. It's reviewing very well. It's great if you don't already have a Switch. There is no point in buying it if you already have a Switch. A perfectly working Switch that is equally just as portable. There's no reason. It's like buying a Game Boy Micro if you had the Game Boy Advance. A lot of people did. And now the Game yeah. Boy Micro is worth a lot of money. And you know what else is worth a lot of money? <laughs> Not buying the Switch Lite and keeping <laughs> your money in your pocket. It has a uh, D-pad. There's no D-pad on can, my Switch. You can mod your Switch to have a D-pad. No, I can't. Do it for me. Okay, I won't, but you can. Just get a Joy-Con that has a D-pad on it or something. I know that this... There was like... In the Verge review I was reading, they were like, it has a D-pad, but you can... There's a fix, and it was like a link for adding a D-pad to your existing Switch. All right, great. While you're pulling that up, mm-hmm. our last topic for the day. Fortnite x Batman crossover revealed. Ooh. Today is what? Today is officially the 80th anniversary, right? Yes, it is Batman Day. And I think somewhere in New York they're putting up the bat signal or something. Oh, that's cute. Um, yeah. So it started yesterday. Oh, today. Sorry. Yes, at the time of the recording, <laughs> it's now midnight. So at the time of the recording was Batman Day. And it did start that day. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of new skins, items, challenges for players to get. So there's uh, Batman-themed skins, Batman-themed gliders, an explosive batarang that homes in on enemy players, sticks to walls, and explodes if enemies get too close to it. There's a grapnel gun, uh, which works a lot like Fortnite's old grappling gun, but now lets players get a cape when they're flying around. Um, yeah. Epic also is doing some gothic challenges. Very exciting. Do you still play Fortnite? I feel like you haven't played Fortnite in a while. I haven't played Fortnite in a while, so maybe I'll boot it up one of these days. By the way, this one comes from uh, Joseph Noop over at IGN. Uh, so yes, Hori, the third-party hardware creator, made a D-pad left Joy-Con that only works in handheld mode, which is where you play anyway, and can be docked to your Switch. It's only sell only sells in Japan for twenty five dollars, but I'm sure. No, you can. it sells here as well, and it's twenty dollars oh. here, and it's been on sale for as low as fifteen. So however, why haven't you bought it? However. There's mm-hmm. this little bump on it. The way it's made, it's made differently. Like the back isn't the same as a regular Joy-Con, so it doesn't fit in my grip that I have, and I love that grip. So oh well, I don't know what to tell you. There's a way it's to a like get problem. a different shell, and you map the you like physically wire it up. But that just I'm tired just thinking about it. I'm shocked that Nintendo won't just release the goddamn Joy-Con with the D-pad. I don't know. Probably to know. minimize confusion. So people are like, well, why can't I use this Joy-Con to play it horizontally? Blah, blah, so blah. annoying. I don't know. So I don't, annoying. Oh, Abominable got a 6 on IGN. That's probably what it deserved. Oh, that animated movie? I hardly... Yeah. I don't know. They also gave a not stellar review to Ad Astra. I don't really trust IGN for movie reviews. Only for games. Yeah. I don't like their movie reviewing team. Some hot tops at uh, IGN. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze speedrun finished in one hour and 20 minutes. That's ridiculous. Mm. I don't, I've never played Donkey Kong Country, so I don't know if that's fast or not. I'm assuming it's fast. That sounds very fast. But like, how play, long is the game? You should play Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country is so good. I've never played any Donkey Kong game. I think I own... No, I don't think I even bought Donkey Kong Tropical, whatever, Tropical Freeze for uh, Wii U. Untitled Goose Game began as a workplace slack joke. I actually saw that, and I meant to add it, and then I was like, I don't know, this isn't as interesting, but why not? (laughs) We can talk about it, considering we have so much time left. I mean, we're at almost 50 minutes, so we don't have that much time left. We have so much time left. I also have chopped onions ready for me to cook waiting on my counter at 1230 <laughs> why are you chopping onions and making onions i'm making a it's i think it's a philly cheesesteak recipe and it was like i don't know i made the 
like I chopped up the potatoes to make fries and I chopped up the everything when prepared. And I was like, okay, we'll record and by then I'll be hungry. So I just have to throw everything in the oven slash on the stove. Gotcha. Anyways, Goose Game Slack. I pulled that. Yeah, so let's see. Um, so it comes from Matt Kim at IGN. People think game. Uh, this one comes from Michael McMaster on Twitter. People think game development means you get to play games all day, but they're wrong. It means you talk about geese. Someone said, "Let's make a game about this," and literally put a goose. <laughs> and that's uh, one of the, that's the house house, which is the developer of Untitled Goose Game. That's their Slack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best thing about a goose is the bit above their nose. I think it's their big chest. It kind of pokes out a bit and then goes concave underneath. I think it's their big feet. It's really crazy that their nose and legs are bright orange. Honking noise. <laughs> the whole animal is just two colors. It's crazy. And they're crazy circular eyes. This is a conversation going on between like three people too. Uh, Nina likes that they have such little tails. Yeah, it's really good too. They're very big but then have tiny tails. Guys, all this is good. Worst part is how they probably have little tiny teeth. The way they walk, I like the creases in their ankles. No, that's also perfect. Also, the beak frowns always. Yeah, they're always crossed. Ducks are happy. Geese are crossed. You really summed it up. <laughs> they're Australian, so I don't think they have geese in Australia. So I think they're just very fascinated by geese. But then, I guess, learned very quickly that geese are assholes, and that's what the whole game's based off of. So. Oh, my God. I'm proud of them. Anyways... There's the second level. The second level, you literally get to chase around a kid, and like he runs. Yeah, like, like steals glasses. Him. He can't see with the glasses or without his glasses, and you steal them. It's terrible. It's fine. It's so mean. He deserved it. Anyways, all right. It is now no longer Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. I think it is time to close the curtain, so to speak, on this episode. Hey, the Nintendo Switch Lite got an 8.0 on IGN. Review in progress. <laughs> Paul, I hate you. <laughs> All right, You're like yes. scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> what news? Wrapping happened? up episode six zero. That's a big milestone, I guess. Yeah, it is. If we were in Disneyland right now, they'd make a whole two year long celebration out of it. Oh my god! And then bring the fireworks show back two years later. Oh, true, 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 true. true. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, this has been episode sixty of What the Funcast. We will chat with y'all next week. Hopefully, we might do an early episode. We might do a late episode. Who knows? We'll figure we it out. We are going to the Overwatch Grand Finale. Oh, yeah. We're going to the Overwatch Grand Finals. The Super Bowl of Overwatch, if you will. Knowing the Overwatch nothing. League, where Zed yeah. will be performing. So that'd be very Zed exciting. Zed performing. And then, yeah, we don't know anything about either of the teams because we don't follow Overwatch League. But I've been doing some Googling, and apparently should be rooting for the San Francisco Shock. So oh, really? we'll figure it out. I don't know. That's what everyone on Twitter was like. Yeah, do Shock. They're cool. I was like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's that or Vancouver Titans. Whoever plays Farah, I'm gonna root for them. I I like check the rosters. I don't think anyone mains Farah. Oh, good. And Overwatch League. <laughs> to okay. be totally honest. Okay, thanks. But someone on the team on San Francisco Shock mains Zenyatta, so that's exciting. Okay. I love Zenyatta. Mm-hmm. 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 It'll be good. It'll be very fun. I feel like pro- watching professional play is bananas. So I'll be, it really uh, is. It'll be exciting to see. And then how I reflect it. how bad I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a completely different level of play. Like they just dive in, and everyone dies within one second, and then they move the payload, and then I don't know. There's a whole lot of strategy that goes into it. It'll be exciting. We'll report back when we go or when we come back. Yes. Um. But yeah, we will let y'all go. This has been episode sixty of What the Funcast. Signing off. Peace.